Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Love the way you said my name. Solana. Solana. It is Solana and Danny G, the sports bomber. First day of the NFL season. We talked a little bit about the Broncos and the Falcons game. If, uh... You want to hear some in-depth analysis of what you're going to see in the first NFL preseason game. You're going to get it nowhere else but not here. I know that didn't make sense. You're not going to get any in-depth analysis of the Falcons and the Broncos. I don't think Joe Flacco is playing for the Broncos. I'd be surprised if Matt Ryan suits up. But we will be getting some shabby. A little shobs. A little shobs action. There you go. So I gave the cheesy radio tease before we went to break. By the way, that game is coming up in about 25 minutes. I'll take you up until 725. And then at 730, after a quick commercial break, we are going to get the first pregame show of the NFL season. Uh, Preseason, I know not too much to be excited about. The Hall of Fame game is not something that, uh, you know, most people – get thrilled for uh, or thrilled about but i feel like no no let's be real people get thrilled and excited for this game then they realize what this game is right and then there's kind of like a crash you're right yeah that's exactly what's going to happen right like people are going to tune in at 750 they're going to watch 10 minutes of the pregame show they're going to watch the kickoff because they want their football fix and then unless you're degenerate gambling on this game and if you are please go seek help because it's i mean Come on, man. It's it's, it's on, the, it's the bleeping you, Hall of Fame game. You mean like, to tell me you guys in the afternoon show aren't taking a little action on this game tonight? I, I Listen, Ross is old. There was no, there was no talk about was action on this yeah, game? Yeah, Hawk for sure has some action on this game. Like, that dude cannot get away from from a little a little football bet. Like, And he has just been – like, we talk about dudes itching. Salivating. <sighs> By the way, like, these mics, we noticed. I noticed today I was, like, scratching my beard. You can hear that man like these mics are great that's great mics are amazing, that's man. great Solana. Can, like, i'm really sure. hear everything on these mics, i'm sure man. i'm sure i'm sure that they'd love to hear that you're scratching your beard I, I, but like i don't know if you realize in the first segment again this is my first show hosting in the new studios if you weren't aware which i'm sure you are because the past two weeks it's like all we've talked about on qam and and over at the ticket as well um uh, we moved to the Citadel building. It's a beautiful view. We're in we're in Miami. We're in El Portal, and like these mics are legit. Like we used to, we were in like a rundown studio. Nobody cared about us. Things were breaking the last like year, and because we knew we were moving, if something broke, we kind of just left it there and 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 figured out another way to do things. Like these mics, man, I haven't noticed they're they're legit, dude. Mics. Every everything here is really nice. I was uh, I was I was thinking about it. I think I I think I probably even told you this off the air. I I really feel like if there's an analogy to be made here, 
we were basically doing radio from like your local bar. Yeah. You know, like a dingy little place, you know, that you, that you're, you're, you're only diving, you, you're, you're diving bar, right? Yeah, your diving your dive bar, bar your, right? your little neighborhood bar that you go in there, you know, the beers are kind of cheap, the drinks are a little watered down, you know, but it's like, it's like, it's, it's a little grimy, but you know, you hang out there. It's cool. We, we, we basically traded up to Blue Martini at this point. I like that analogy. Or a blue <laughs> martini. I like that analogy. We had our, our, our office like Christmas party or holiday. I guess they have to call it holiday party so they don't upset the uh, the people of the other faiths. I'm of the other faiths. I, I'm Jewish, and I don't mind it being called the Christmas party. But, yeah, we had it at Blue Martini. I was hammered. Anyways, I teased America's favorite and least favorite fast food burgers. People texted in. Somebody said In-N-Out Burger. Another person said Checkers. We got Pincho Factory, which, hey— if it was my Strong. list, if it was my list, Pincho Factory, Pollo Tropical, they all would have been up there. Well, Pollo Tropical doesn't get up there for a hamburger, bro. Some, somebody else says, uh, I know, but I still would have thrown it in there because it's, it's Pollo, man. I love Pollo. Somebody whoa, 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 else whoa, says- Is this hamburgers or is this fast food? It's hamburgers, but I'm just saying, if okay. it was my list, I would have thrown Pollo in there just, just because just it's Pollo. Just because. It's my list and I can a do Yucatan whatever I want. Fry. You make a, have a Yucatan fry burger. Okay. I've never had that, but I'm down. Take, you, you could Just take a nice fried yuca. I'm down. Put it right between some bread. I'm down. Can never go wrong with a nice fried yuca. Somebody says, nothing beats a double Whopper with cheese, bruh. Bruh. I disagree, but all right. I disagree as well. I mean, I'll take a double Whopper with cheese, sure, bruh. Sure. But, but you put an In-N-Out burger in front of me or a Red Robin burger or a Fuddrucker burger. So you went you you went like strong with immediately. You said to me, In-N-Out. And, and yeah. I'll tell you right now, In-N-Out burger. The most popular America's favorite fast food burger, according to this survey by Yahoo, uh, last was McDonald's. Well, according popular, to this list, yeah. I gave you it not not just popular, but like they had a scientific. They did the Pythagorean theorem. Uh, I don't know if I even pronounced that correctly. I failed math. Um, they they did that that entire. Uh, I guess like they had like an equation to figure out the best fast food joint if you weren't listening to us before you know you had your, your national chains whataburger red robin in and out sonic steak and shake dairy queen other than in south florida where they don't eat or they don't serve food in dairy queens i, I tripped out i was in don't ask me why i won't even get into the backstory i was in idaho once now nah, seriously i'm not even going to get into the backstory but i, I walked I, into yeah, a dairy queen get it? smallest town i've ever been in there was a university there was a Dairy Queen and there was a Walmart. That's it. And then fields of, of whatever they grow in Idaho. I have no idea. And um, you walk in and to the Dairy Queen and like there's a crazy line and everybody's eating burgers and chicken tenders. And like I tripped out. I was like, yo, what's going on here, bro? Like people are getting chicken tenders Hot and from, fresh from the Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. And like, yeah, like they were actually really good. And, and everybody else other than me, because I was the only kid from Miami, Knew that, yeah, you get good food at Dairy Queen. Wendy's, McDonald's, Smashburger, Five Guys, they're all in there. in and out was uh, was rated America's favorite and least favorite fast food burger. I got to tell you, I disagree. I don't like this list. I think this list is bogus. in and out the most overrated fast food place in the United States. Cannot agree. Cannot agree. Let me tell you something. I have family. My mom used to live in California. And I have like, some cousins and stuff that live in out there. And I try to get out to California every every so often. All right. There's one right next to LAX. Like, literally, as soon as I land the plane, I don't tell – I land from the plane. I don't tell my family to pick me up at baggage. I tell them to pick me up 
at the being at the In and Out <laughs> next to LAX. I'm not even playing with so you. So you're one of these people who stand hard. I, for, I, for... I, I, I will get off the plane. I will grab my bag. Usually I, I, I only travel like maybe one bag. Oh, sorry. Who do I almost scored, bro? Sorry, oh, wow. sorry. Whoa, whoa. I'll ask you about crazy. Uruguay a little later. I almost show went crazy. Up, but yeah. I go straight to the I go straight to the In and Out Burger, and I have to have an In and Out Burger before I get the, as soon as I get there and before I leave. I have to do it. Somebody on the Kendall Toyota West Kendall Toyota text sign five sixty twenty two says, "You really don't know what they grow in Idaho." Yeah, bro. Like everybody knows what they grow in. Idaho. It was. It was. Uh, I guess I wasn't being tongue in cheek enough, but uh, yeah, yeah, man. Like In and Out was okay. I had it in Vegas. Like it was good. It was, like it was, it was good. It's a good burger. Yeah, it's good. I wouldn't say it's the best fat. Like people, I mean, it has a mystique. Cape to it. up, people cape. Why though? What's the mystique about? Well, because okay, speaking from my own personal experience, like down here in Miami, we have the big three. We have the Wendy's, we have the McDonald's, and we have Burger King, and that's it. Those are the most like prominent. Yeah, I mean, ones. those are the ones no, you go every. You go. Those are the ones you go everywhere, uh, and they're but there. We have, but we. I'm saying, like, we we have Five Guys. Well, yeah, we but have again, but Red again, Robin. But we, again, like, let's. I let's, think there's a Whataburger in Brown. I'm, I'm. I live in in Kendall, so I think there there is a Whataburger. I could be wrong about that. Take but there's a, Sonic Steak and Shake. Take a step back for a second, okay? Before all those places, there was the, there was those three, and then that was it. Okay, I'm talking about the '80s here. So when I went to California for the first time in the '80s, all of a sudden they had like Carl's Jr. and Jack in the Box. They had Taco Bell. We didn't have Taco Bell. We used to have a place called Taco Rico. That's what we had down here. Um, so like, and then like, there's In and Out Burger. In and Out Burger was the best one of all of them. So it was just like this whole new world of burger eating on the West Coast that wasn't happening down here in Miami. And they sit on top of that throne. So to me, it's a really, really good burger that has kind of like this mystique. About it, about it. It's just it's foreign. It's only in Southern California. Now it's in Vegas, but you know, so it's just it has a mystique to it, and, and I don't always bow to the mystique there a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I enjoyed In and Out. I just think it was, it was a little overrated. That's all. Like I, people okay, hyped have it you up. Tried, have you tried like a Carl's Jr. burger? Yeah, I mean, like again, I'm not telling you In and Out's bad. Like that. That's my that's my problem when we have these debates about food. By the way. Uh, I would listen to you and K. Raj and you and Greg Likens a lot. I feel like we should be debating for for no reason other than the fact that every time I, I you know I leave the station after I produce Hawk and Crowder, uh, I leave the station and and you're like debating Back to the Future or Mighty Ducks and like yes. I love Mighty Ducks and I love Back to the Future. So I feel like we should just be having a conversation about those two movies. Just we can do this, but I, I don't know if we've got we've we, we've got very little time here before the game. I didn't know, and and I think it was yesterday or the day before, maybe it was yesterday, where you were explaining that Back to the Future, or it was probably on Monday when K. Raj was on. Back sure. to the Future was supposed to be about, uh, you know, a kid going back to the future well, and, and meeting, and like his well, mom was going to have the hots for him. Yeah, like the original idea was like these two guys were like goofing around and they were saying, "Hey, wouldn't it be funny if there was a movie where you went back in time and like you and like you met your parents and like your mom like had the hots for you?" And it was kind of supposed to be kind of like a goofy, like kind of like weird teen boner time time travel movie. It wasn't supposed to have like the pop culture cachet because K. Rogers was asking me if they had planned out the next two sequels, and the answer to that was absolutely not. It took them four years to develop the sequel. And, the, and I believe the second one came out in 89 and the third one came out in 90 and they were like shot back to back and edited back to back and stuff like that. But yeah, I could talk Back to the Future all day. Matt Wilson from The Morning Show, The Joe Rose Show, he texts Back to the Future greater than all. Greater than all. Yeah, especially okay. when he was pre as a special and I was president because he looks like Biff. That's what we call he, him, Biff. Yeah, that's what we do call him, Biff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does look like Biff. 
I mean, let's be honest. I know, no, like the first. But like when you say that, job, but Biff, when you done. say that, but when you say that, are you talking about like the best trilogy of all time? Like, is that what you're saying? Like, Back to it, the Future. Like, is Back to the Future like as a trilogy of movies? Is that better than like the original Star Wars, the Lord of the Rings? I mean, no, no. Like, uh, hey, let me not misspeak here. The Matrix. People cape up. I wouldn't even put the Matrix in my in, in my top five, but uh, like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars has to be better than than Back to the Future just because of how big it is, right? Like. Personally, I'd probably rather watch Back to the Future than Star Wars, but I love Star Wars too. But I know, like, you know, if, if that got out, people would, would crucify me. Like, people love Star Wars. People cape up for Star Wars more than anything. In about, what do you say? I can't count. In like 22 minutes, football starts. I'm jacked up. Man. 17. 17. I'll give it 17. 17 minutes. Football is back up. I have Uruguay playing Jamaica in the Pan American Games. I'd like to ask TV. you a question about I'm, that. I'm the only person in the world who's paying attention to the Pan America Games. Let me ask you a question here because I've been I've been doing a survey of people who like soccer in this town. We were talking about Inter Miami earlier. I've been kind of doing a survey trying to figure out like where this thing lies because in my in my estimation, like this hype behind Inter Miami reminds me more than anything of the hype behind the Marlins. Not the Heat, not the Panthers so much when they came because they kind of came with they kind of came really subtly. Marlins in '93. Marlins in '93. When the Marlins came in in '93, like there was a big hype. Like there's a big hype behind this inner Miami thing. So I'm looking for like correlations, and one of the things I've noticed is that okay, like I asked Alex Dono, and I who is who is who is who is an Inter fan. And he is he is Inter. All right. If you had a choice between watching the Inter game. Inter Miami and the what is the what is his what is his, what's his Italian? I, I probably have them confused. No, he is an Inter Milan fan. Inter Milan. So Inter Milan and Inter Miami. If you had to choose between one of those two, Milan or Miami, what are you watching? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm watching Milan. There's no question about it. I asked my sister. Her favorite team is is, is, is FC Barca. What are you gonna watch? Inter Miami or you gonna watch the Barca game? She's gonna watch the Barca game. Are you gonna choose Uruguay? Over, 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 Inter Miami. Well, I don't think it's fair to to use Uruguay and and uh, well, I'm going to answer, I'm gonna answer your, your question though. I'm going to answer your, your question. Is what I mean, right? Like Uruguay is international competition, so it doesn't count. But like my favorite team from Uruguay is Nacional. So love Nacional. My like I was born into a family where my mom was a Peñarol fan. So think of Yankees, Red Sox, and Uruguay gotcha. for soccer. My mom was a Peñarol fan. I was a Nacional fan because my father was a Nacional fan, and if I wasn't a Nacional fan, like, he probably would have just thrown me out into the street when I was five years old, and, like, just that's it. Like, be done with me. But, I mean, I think the reason why you're getting the answer from Alex Dono and your sister of their teams is because, like, they don't have any sort of emotion for Inter-Miami yet because, like, there's no reason to have emotion for other than the fact that it's in our city, right? Like, yeah. I'm going to root for Inter-Miami because I'm a Miami person. I'm, I was born and raised in Kendall. I love Miami. I stand for this city. Any sporting event, any team, professional, non-professional from Miami, I'm going to root for and I'm going to represent because it's just who I am. I think Alex Donald's the same way. I'm sure your sister, I'm sure she loves the Dolphins, whatever. I think most people are. But right now, like it's hard to have any emotional tie to a team that hasn't played yet. The second Inter-Miami wins an MLS championship or they play a close game that Alex Donald was, uh, you know, was in attendance for, Maybe that'll change. Like people will start to to really rally behind this team. I know I will. Like I I know I, I made a big deal. I ranted on this station the last time I hosted about 
how I thought it was ridiculous that they're going to play in Fort Lauderdale and, you know, people from Fort Lauderdale don't really like people from Miami. And it's not true. It's just that, you know, if you're from if you're from Miami, you don't like when somebody from Fort Lauderdale calls Fort Lauderdale Miami. And if you're from from Fort Lauderdale, you probably don't like being associated with Miami because people have this perception of Miami where it's just cocaine and hookers. And all we do is go to clubs and get drunk and party and like. They don't like being associated with that. And I know it's like a blanket statement to say that, but it, you know, a lot of people would agree that if you're from Fort Lauderdale or you're from Broward, you're from Broward. You don't want it, you know, so, but all that's gone away. All that, like, I, I, I'm going to support this team, even if they're playing in Fort Lauderdale. I think most people are. And I think that's why taking it full circle back to our segment last, uh, I think it was in the six o'clock hour. Uh, hey, like a bunch of people, that are inner Miami supporters, they haven't even played yet, drove up to yesterday's MLS All-Star game in Orlando to just go show face and, and represent the city. We're going to take a quick break. We have one more segment 15 minutes away from the NFL football season. On the other side, there was a really interesting article in the Dolphins Wire about Josh Rosen, and uh, some, some questions were raised about his ability to read a defense. We're going to take a deep dive into that next. Yahoo Sports put out a list. The NFL's most tortured fan bases. I'm just seeing this now. I don't even know when it was posted. Let's see. Around 2 p.m. today. I got to say the Dolphins got to be on that list. I mean, it's the top 10. Um, I'm sure if I clicked the link, there'd be more, but we don't need more than the 10 anyways. Like, what are we going to do? Go through all? Like, I'm sure the Patriots are last. Um, Number one, though, New York Giants. Doesn't really make sense. How are me. the Giants tortured? They just won two Super Bowls less than a decade ago. Yeah, somebody I follow, Alf. He, he used to be the Heat president. Uh, I think he, he works for five reasons now. Uh, he's like, dude, I'm a Giants fan. Like, I've seen two Super Bowls in my lifetime. I don't get it. Uh, so we only have a couple minutes here. Uh, really quickly, I want to give out our Twitters. You can follow me at Alex M Solana. It's talking a lot of soccer. I know not too much soccer gets talked about on 560 or on 790. So if you ever do want to talk soccer can do it on my Twitter or my Instagram at Alex M. Solana. You can follow Danny on Twitter at 305 Sports Bomber. Uh, he has better hot takes than me, so probably a better follow than me as well. But seriously, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, do you have an Instagram, Danny? I don't know if, if you do. I do not. That's the one where I drop the draw the line. Yeah, in. yeah. I'm a millennial, so I kind of have to have an yeah, Instagram. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. My best friend keeps trying to get me to do Instagram. In fact, I actually have an Instagram account that I had to open for work because I had to download like, a video from work, and my friend got excited. He's like, oh, you're going to be on Instagram? I'm like, no. No. Anyways, I, I got to this really quickly again in about uh, eight minutes. You're going to watch, or excuse me, you're going to hear right here on 560 WQM, the first preseason game of the NFL. We, uh, we spoke about how hyped we were for that, even though we all know we're all going to watch four to five minutes of it after a couple series, and then we're just going to turn it off because it's the Hall of Fame game, and, and honestly, nobody really cares about the Hall of Fame game. But if you are driving, you're going to get your football fix, and it's going to be great. If you're degenerate, you're going to be gambling on it, and I know you're going to be watching it very closely. There was a, an article in the Dolphins Wire about Josh Rosen. We don't have too much time, so I can't really read too much about it, but basically Rosen said that he's finally picked up on the IDing of the middle linebacker. He said, I've never had to make Mike 
which is the linebacker. It's what they call it in, in the NFL. And I didn't know that until Channing Crowder, former linebacker for the Dolphins, was talking about it today. He says uh, he's starting to turn that a little bit into a second nature. So basically, he couldn't read the middle linebacker. He wasn't IDing it before. And like Crowder on the Hawkman and Crowder show from 2 to 6, I, I produced that show, he was like, like he couldn't understand how an NFL quarterback, second year, Josh Rosen is going to his second year, started a bunch of games for the Cardinals, couldn't read the middle linebacker. Like he was saying that's something that should be super simple for a, a not only a starting quarterback, but any quarterback in the NFL. And like it, it puts some perspective to where, man, like this kid really probably isn't ready. You know what I mean? Like, he, I, I mean, I get a lot of Dolphin fans will throw him in there. Let's see what we traded for. Let's go. Let's go. Like what's Fitzpatrick really going to do? But, man, like, if this guy just now and, – and there's context to this. Again, Dolphins Wire, if you want to read, like, he had three different offensive coordinators. I believe I'm getting this correctly at UCLA. Uh, yeah, he had three offensive coordinators. Two offensive coordinators last year with the Cardinals. Uh, like, there's there's perspective, there's context to this. Like, why, um, you know, he, he can't be doing something that should uh, – that a starting quarterback or a quarterback just in general in the NFL – should should know how to do um but again like it raises questions you know it gives you concerns about where Josh Rosen is at this moment and and it's understandable why 2 days ago the head coach of the Miami Dolphins came out and said dude it's Fitzpatrick leading this QB race no questions like that's what basically what he said um so a lot of people were confused like oh well you know even if Fitzpatrick's out playing him you know, what are we going to gain from starting Fitzpatrick? And I get that. It's fair. But, like, when you're seeing this guy saying it, it's not even like somebody else reported it. Like, he said, yeah, I think I picked up on this IDing the middle linebacker thing. You're like, hold on a second. You're picking up on it. Like, dude, the middle linebacker is the guy who's usually, like, spying the QB, right? Like, keeping an eye on the QB. You should probably have a pretty good, you know, sense yeah. of where that guy is when you're starting in – the highest form of competition in the NFL. It's the fourth time my phone's gone off today. I keep taking off the volume in the break and forgetting to put it off. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. No, but my my big issue is that I, I remember somebody tweeted some you know, one of these faux experts on Twitter was tweeting something along the lines of, "Oh, well, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick has you know is a 15 year veteran. He's going to be ahead of." You know, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, basically listed off all the rookie, rookie to second year quarterbacks, and 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 I and I, and I called them out on his BS. I basically told him, "Listen, dude, if you're talented and you're that good, it's gonna stand out against a guy who's just an average NFL quarterback like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Your talent, your 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 presence as a leader, as a quarterback on the field, is going to stand out. And that's the thing that has bothered me so much about Josh Rosen so far. It's little things like that." I'm not picking up on the on the linebacker mic. I'm just learning what that is now. I'm not coming in and my team is going, "Wow, this kid can throw the ball a ton. He's 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 got he's got gramba. He's got, you know, he's got balls. He comes in here, he leads the thing." You know, he's just kind of falling in line with, "Oh, look, Ryan Fitzpatrick is just better because he knows the playbook more." Really? Like your talent should your talent should supersede at this point. It's what Crowder and Hawk were saying as well yesterday. We're like, they want to see some, you know, more confidence out of him because he was this confident guy and I know he got slammed for it. We're running out of time here, but uh, like to your point, I understand that. Where you want him cuz he's kind of saying, "Listen, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do." He's he's kind of saying the right things. But he's not exuding confidence, and and that's kind of what you want to see from a guy who, um, 
right now it looks like you know he's he's not going to start, um, barring injury. Uh, it looks like he's not going to start. It's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know a lot of fans are not going to be happy about that, but hey, the NFL season's about to start. We're we're a couple minutes out. I uh, hope everybody enjoys that. Again, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Alex M Solana. You can follow Danny G the Sports Bomber at 305 on Twitter, 305 Sports Bomber. That'll do it for us. Everybody, enjoy the first preseason game of the NFL season. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.